Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey, presenting to you Karen's Book Corner. And this is a subtopic of the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. Well, this is actually the very first episode. Every other Friday, that is every first and third Friday, I'll read a small segment from something that I've written, usually from one of the books that I've written, or it may be a blog. And I talk about the subject matter or the backstory to it. I write because I want to share how great our God is. The Lord has forgiven me of numerous blunders, rescued me from life-threatening situations. My life is a miracle. He has saved me through Jesus Christ. My gratitude motivates me to share my testimony of what I've learned along my very bumpy journey and to encourage you to turn to God for your deliverance and for your redemption. Yes, part of my design is to whet your interest in reading one of my books. You can find all of my books and blogs at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. That's also where you can contact me through my website. Well, today's read is for my newest release, A New Song Rises Up. A New Song Rises Up also has a study guide that goes with it. So my purpose in writing this book, which was released last fall, was to simply share bits and pieces of how the Lord has brought me through some horrible times, painful times. And my life, as I said before, is a miracle. And I am forever grateful for my life, my health, my peace, my family, my loved ones. I could go on and on. And with that gratitude, I am motivated to share my testimony. Look what the Lord has done for me, even though I did not deserve it. And so he can also do it for you. We read from today from chapter 1, the prologue, pages 1 and 2. And it's about a time in the author's dark moments, myself, while deep in a life-threatening domestic violence situation. I'm not going to share all of it in two pages, but hopefully it will give you interest in finding out more. And that's just one part of the book. Within this passage, we get a glimpse of what happens behind the scenes in a domestic violence situation and some of the reasons why a victim might stay with her abuser. And isn't that a traditional question that people ask? Why did she stay? And there's a number of thought-provoking questions in the respective study guide accompanying it. Okay, so chapter one of the prologue. I self-consciously sat alone at a secluded table in that dimly lit, sleazy bar as I watched him intimately conversing with the other woman. She looked into his eyes earnestly as she begged him to make me leave, but he would not. Apparently, she did not have enough experience with him or she would have known he had carefully orchestrated this strange and awkward encounter. Like a cat playing with his mice, he thoroughly enjoyed my heartbreak and her anxiety. Meeting her in this way was particularly intimidating. Comparatively, she and I were opposites in appearance, different size, height, and race. He had told told me her income and employment status, which was much higher than my own. But what I saw before me was my equal, because she had allowed herself to be caught into the same 
malicious trap that I was in. I arrived with him after an entire day of abuse. The morning began with his decision that I would meet a woman that he was having an affair with. I had not been agreeable to that plan. Quickly, his horrid demands escalated to repetitive screaming and beating. Did it matter to him if being in her presence might destroy me? Exhausted and overpowered after a matter of hours, I had no choice but to obey his orders. I felt ugly and plain, not wearing makeup or an attractive outfit for this confrontation with my competitor. Without those options, I got into the car. Predictably, I felt the pain of humiliation even before the encounter was to happen. He had finally gone too far. After all, I had allowed myself to suffer. I endured tortures, sorrows, and abuses I can never tell, plus estrangement from my children. All those horrors had happened during these several months, bringing me to this moment. It had been the only peace left that kept me with him. I had believed our relationship was, was monogamous, that I was his one and only. I always mentally struggled to believe his claims of sexual loyalty. How foolish. I wondered at my misplaced trust, historically existing regardless of the multiple abuses and even following that time that he had attempted to kill me. I always forgave and I always stayed. Why? I stayed because he would apologize and explained that he had been out of control, that he loved me, and if only I hadn't caused his outburst, it wouldn't have happened. I repeatedly convinced myself that there was still hope. So that presents only a portion of the issues that go along with a domestic violence situation. And I thank you for joining me today, and I will be presenting other passages in following weeks and um, about different contexts. I hope that you'll join me with every episode of Karen's Book Corner, the first and third Friday of every month, with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. As you may know, Turn to God with Karen episodes every Monday morning with various topics to bring encouragement and healing within our challenges. And every Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit, where I read a passage from the Word of God. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, podcaster, speaker, domestic violence advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website contact page to send me your comments and suggestions. I love any feedback you may have. And to purchase any of my books, go to my, my website, Karen Jane Casey. Dot com. That's C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. Well, thank you and God bless.